Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. <laughs> no, you ain't. ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interview. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interview. Hello. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage, bubbles popping up before you know where there's rubble enough. Cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say. Gentlemen, what you're about to witness is no illusion. And now we got the bass banging from head to Buckingham Palace. They're all moving. Hey Simon, working them up, turning them cycles. Morning, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Today on the show, Wednesdays are busy. Wednesdays are busy because we got John Martin in the next segment. Yes, he'll be with us in the next segment. Straight up 10 o'clock, we got Chris Harrington. I mean, Chris Hardiman's Chris Harrington. You see what I did there? Chris Hardiman. That's the second hour, really, all fused into one. Chris and Hardiman, yes. Chris and Hardiman. It is Chris Harrington and Sam Hardiman uh, will join us in the second hour. The... Uh, uh, the, 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 the we we have we have things to discuss with Sam, including uh, last time we talked to him, we hadn't elected a new mayor uh, yet. Now we have Paul Young is the new mayor, but um, the the money for the stadiums, you know, Jeffrey, when sometimes you're waiting for payday to come through, and you're like you're just waiting for maybe a a bonus because your ratings were so spectacular, and you're wait wa- you're you're waiting for whatever that that check is to see if it hit your account. Whether or not it's posted. When once it's posted, it just is reassuring to log on and to see that whatever that whatever it is that that is uh, you're waiting for to hit your account. Well, I always uh, thought one of the greatest feelings ever, like Desmond Bain or Ja after they signed that first big deal, <laughs> just hitting refresh on my imagine? bank account, seeing that first that first one posting. 
That must be awesome. How long do you think that? Because do you really think? Here's my question: How long do you think that happiness lasts? In other words, so it was. Do we believe that NBA players are happier than the average human being walking around Memphis? And you feel like they should be because they could log on and look at their bank account in any moment, right? And they could, and all of them. All of them have lots of money. Like even even like John Conchar has lots of money. He could log on to his account and it would look much bigger than if I logged on to my account and I would think that would give him happiness. But what happens is life intervenes and you the ebbs and flows and romances and trials and tribulations and it's like a new car. Does it give you pleasure every time you get in it? And the same thing with your bank account. Does in the end being rich just kind of become the new normal against which the normal happinesses of life and unhappiness of life take place? Um, it's interesting because I asked Ja and Des the same question What'd a year apart. Them? What's it like to Yeah, well, what was that feeling of out? when you signed that contract? And it was interesting because, you know, they both gave very, like, awesome answers. Like, Ja was like, it was amazing knowing that, like, no one in my family was ever going to worry again. Like, that was done. And then Des's answer that was interesting He's like, it was it was awesome. He's like, don't get me wrong, but he's like, the first one was pretty awesome too. It was like the That's contract the of making it. Like, the first one is is, I. I well, that's the difference between being the number two pick, and then you know, Des also, was falling it's also on draft the difference night. Between going, if right now, you were making thirty grand a year, and you got a million dollars deposit in your account, right? That would feel one way. Yes. If you had $5 million in your account and you got another $20 million or $10 million or something, or you had $20 million in your account and you got another $50 million in your account, I don't think that would produce the same kind of euphoria that the person making thirty grand and having, you know, yeah, because the million. Yeah, because the, the first person's life is completely changed. And that's, what the, yeah. and that's what Desmond Bain's first check was, right? right? The second check was just like... Okay, now I'm mega rich. Correct. And by the way, I do – I'm not someone – I used to say that if I won the lottery, I would show up and work tomorrow. And that was true when I said it. That is no longer true. Right? Well, yeah, it's all about life stages. It's all about where life stages, yes. It's interesting to me I, the, the, the sentence, my, no one in my family has to work. Mm-hmm. Is that a good – like, is that I – mean, history and studies suggest no, it's not. It's not a good, like, in the end, you do in your life. I mean, like, think how many fortunes have been lost in basically three generations. Yeah, you do want to have a productive life and a reason for being. And um, it's why if you're the kid of a mega rich kid, it must be, I mean, of course, different kind of problem, but like, what makes, you know, you, you still, it feels like to me, like, I can't imagine having never worked a day in my life and just inherited vast amount of money and just gone through life dithering. Like that doesn't sound, honestly, doesn't sound appealing to me. I mean, I does now. I'm sure there's, I'm sure there are always exceptions, but I'm willing to bet those that inherit and don't really work or do anything, they're less productive members of society. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't know. Uh. I don't know how we got started on this. How did we get started on this? What was the where where trace this back for me? 
How did we get here? Check. How did we get to the check? Oh, no, I know. The $350 million. Oh, That's yeah. it. Thank you. We had to trace this back to get Rich back guys. on track. Um, the, the, the city of Memphis can smile because when they look at their bank account, $350 million has been deposited. See, I think that's torture. It's torture? Yeah. Because they know that it's not enough? Well, no, it's $350 million. That's not yours. And then you've also got to <laughs> debate. Like, you got to debate it. Yeah. Who's going to get it? Every day it sits there as a Correct. failure, you think? No, well, it's, it's, not a, it's, not, it's not a failure. I, was talk, like, I, was I don't a, want that to be misconstrued. It's was, not a yeah. failure. It's just like, you know, like it, is, it, it induces anxiety. It's anxiety induced. I was, I was at the Hall of Fame thing last night, Memphis Sports Hall of Fame thing last night. Uh, Jarvis Wolo and I were uh, introducing the, the inductees, and um, um, I, was talking to, I was talking to someone about, let's take a step back. And, and think how lucky we are as a community that we have the $350 million and that Jim Strickland and his administration went and got the $350 million because if you were in a position where the city had to just come up with the money to build the Grizzlies a revamped FedEx Forum and to do something with the Liberty Bowl, you'd be totally screwed, like totally screwed. There isn't that money. And um, and so it is. Yes, it's a it's a problem, but it's a it's a good problem to have. And now they got to figure out how to get more money uh, to make all of this work. We'll talk to Sam Hardiman about that. The money has been deposited, though. That was my point. The money has been deposited. Chris Harrington, Sam Hardiman. The first hour, we'll talk to John Martin. We'll talk to him. We didn't get a chance to yesterday about the schism between Billy Richmond, who is a uh, uh, sponsor of their show, the Wingaroos, a sponsor of their show, and. Um, and Penny Hardaway, uh, that unfolded on social media. So we got a busy day, busy, busy day today. Um, all kinds of things to talk about before any of that, including the Memphis Grizzlies. They played last night. They won last night. They beat the Bucks 108-102. That's kind of inconsequential. No Marcus Smart. Once again, no Steven Adams. Steven Adams, obviously, if I played game one, no reason to play him yeah. last night. Uh, no Dame Lillard, no Giannis, no Chris Middleton for the Bucks, but uh, Desmond Bain went for 21 uh, points, 21 five and five. Jaron Jackson Jr. had 17 points. Um, Zaire, um, again, I was at the Hall of Fame event, so I don't know if you actually saw it. It is interesting. People were tweeting favorably about Zaire, who started 10 points, two assists, steal block. That was his line. Um, did you see any of it? Yeah, I it was did on TV. Not. It was on TV. Okay. Yeah. How did he look? Because John has the theory, and we can talk about him in this this next, is that people are so not desperate, anxious for Zaire to, in the end, still be a success, for Zaire to, 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 to work out somehow, that the slightest promising outing from Zaire produces an overreaction of, of of uh, happiness that people are, oh look it's here he might actually be wish something. fulfillment yeah wish fulfillment there's a good there's a good phrase what did you what was your what did you I, I'm kind of I'm kind of with John on this one I I mean he made shots I mean that's kind of the the big deal is that he made shots he's always been it's athletic a, he's always been athletic and he hasn't always made shots correct it's one night of making shots and I mean I don't know like to me it was a to me it was it was neither here nor there. It was a, it's, he's like a Rorschach test. Like, you can talk yourself into it. 
Right. You can also say that the production's not there. Um, I do think that they would ultimately. I do think in the ideal world, he is the guy that makes them better because of the reasons that we just said. Length, size, athleticism. He gives them he the, gives them the, the highest be- The best combination of what they want from that small forward position, particularly once job returns. Correct. I'm also not going to act like because he had a night, a decent night shooting, wasn't a great night shooting, it was a decent night shooting, that all of a sudden I've seen enough. You know what I mean? Right. I, I've seen more to make me skeptical than I've seen to, that makes me believe that this is this is happening this year. Um. Okay. We will talk more about that with Chris Harrington. Um, I, I think I, how I define it is I'm kind of where I was with Santi at the beginning of last year where I could do enough to dismiss last season and not having a good year and be open to the idea that this, this could be a good thing, but I'm going to need to see – I'm going to need to see a decent amount during the regular season. All right. Uh, what I what I uh, what I do want to focus on though is listen. We have tried over the last few days. We have tried to um, to you know we have tried to ginny up some outrage at the way Memphis Memphians have been treated recently, uh, and we tried and I think failed to ginny up some outrage over the Memphis Tigers being picked second. If you're trying to if you're trying to find outrage in that, it's really kind of difficult. Pick second in the AAC, right? Memphis basketball. That's, yeah. I mean, there's, there's nothing they, there. They have the there's second no there. they're the second Vegas okay. in Vegas. How odds. about did you have any outrage over Desmond Bain being 61 in the uh in the NBA player rankings? Not really. Like, would I have ranked it differently? Yeah, but I, I'm with but you. Like, it's, I, couldn't, did, I couldn't ginny up any outrage over that. Right? I, I remember thinking, like, eh, that's about right. Like, he's in the he's in that right, like, tier. Okay, well, here I, I, I'm going to try. Here you go. Ready? Here's one that I think might possibly persuade you. John ja Morant, in that same ranking, 35. Behind, well, and and then by the way, Jaron Jackson, thirty-one, and they're both behind the following players: Paulo Bancaro, Trey Young, Laurie Marketin, Brandon Ingram, Drew Holiday, Pascal Siakam, the broken player who is Kawhi Leonard, De'Aaron Fox. Let's see who else: Halliburton, Sabonis, Paul George. Bam Adebayo, I'm going. I'm not. I'm getting to more credible players, but how do you feel about Ja Morant and Jaron Jackson ranking behind Paulo Banquero, Trey Young, Laurie Markkinen, Brandon Ingram, Drew Holiday, Pascal Siakam, Kawhi, Darren Fox, Carl Anthony Towns? How do you feel about that? Uh, can we muster some outrage? I think on this one. Maybe so. Like, at a certain point, Jaws off the court, Jaws off the court issues are, like, at a certain level, they're getting overplayed. 
I, I would be curious to know is I didn't see where Mark where was Marcus Smart last year because I was curious to know if Marcus Smart fell from thirty four to fifty nine. Okay, so my first thought was that's pretty low for a guy that's with Jaron that's defensive player of the year. As defensive player of the year, he was thirty four. Right. And so they're, I guess that's about the same. I see. So Jaron is now, is what you're saying, Jaron's 31. Correct. But with Ja, it seems like that this is a, you know. Let me this, ask you this. The season you, ended with you, such a whimper. Would you take Jaron Jackson Jr. or Paolo Bancaro? Jaron. Right. And would you take Ja Morant or Trey Young? Ja. Would you take Jaron Jackson or Brandon Ingram? Jaron. Jaron. Would you take Ja Morant? Uh, would you take Jaron or Pascal Siakam? Jaron. Would you take Jaron? Honestly, even for what they're going to give you this year, or Kawhi or Sabonis, I'd take Jaron. Yeah. I, I honestly think this is garbage. Now, you can make the argument that, and I, I do think it's a, it's a reasonable argument, that it's good that Ja is at 35. Like, oh, in, in terms of 100%. the things, in terms of the things that, here's the truth. I am 100% confident that where Ja is sitting today, wherever he is this morning, drinking his orange juice, having a, what do you think he's having? I think he's having an omelet, uh, egg white omelet. Let's say, uh, let's say eggs and bacon. He's doing the bacon. Mm-hmm. Turkey bacon? Yeah. He's probably got a cook. Don't you think a chef keeping him healthy? Probably. I mean, don't they all now? I feel like. They should. So um, there he is. I am confident that he feels like everyone is out to get him. That he has been um, totally shafted. And that in particular, the media is out to get him. And I think he probably believes that the local media is out to get him. And that the national media is out to get him. And that the NBA is out to get him. And that everyone's out to get him. Don't you think so? Don't you think yes. he feels like totally aggrieved? And a lot of this is based on... Um, a lot of it is based on, let's be honest, irrational. It's, it's totally irrational. Like, if, if, you, if you can't acknowledge that you were the cause of all of this, that that just a year ago, you were being handed a Nike contract. You were being celebrated by the league. You were being fawned over by local media. You were being, we, you know, just take Drew, we dispatched Drew to your hometown to write a series about how spectacular you are. What, do you think those people woke up one day and were different people? You know what we're going to do today? Let's get him. Today, let's get him. And in order to get him, let's set up the fact that he went after someone at a sh- at a Footlocker, and let's set up like and let's pl- set up the fact that he went up with someone at a high school game, and let's uh, let let let's no, he brought all of this onto himself. But this one, and so there's a lot of and there's a lot of I think in, in order to feel like a victim here, which is I predict how he feels. I think you have to feel pretty. Um, I think you have to twist stuff around. And we've seen in Ja that he has the ability to take the smallest slight from a single fan and turn it into motivation. Yes. But this one, 
to be considered the 35th best player in the league for Ja Morant? That is actually a real slight. It is a real, oh my God, they think now I've gone from one of the, I'm just like one of the really good players in the league. I've done, like, that's how I'm perceived. I don't actually think it takes much creativity or um, mind manipulation to turn that into an insult. Yeah, because when you read the justification, like, if you wanted to make the argument, we cannot rank someone who's going to miss essentially a quarter of the season as a top 25 player. He's docked for that. But that's not really the explanation. It's Morant's off-court issues have overshadowed his brilliant play on the floor. He missed out on an all-NBA selection last season, and the Supermax contract escalator would have earned, in large part because he served an eight-game suspension. He'll serve a 25-game suspension to start the season. Like right. that, that's kind of a... Just sticking him there. They're just, oh, by the way, here's John Morant. Right. They're not even saying his... Now... Uh, so that's and I honestly, I also think it's insulting to Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, Thirty-one behind. I do wonder if Jaron's if Jaron's getting like when I see this list and I see Anthony Edwards so high and Jaron where he is. is what, I wonder if this was this an over, one, given I, the FIBA stuff. I wonder if it was an overreaction. Do we FIBA. know it was taken after FIBA though? Do we know when it was? I don't think we know when they did this survey. Um, but it, it could have been that. They could have been reacting to – it's not like Paolo Boncaro, though, lit it up over there either, for example. Okay, then on top of that, though, if you want more outrage, we have the NBA GM, GM survey over at NBA.com. All right? Uh, and let's see. Uh, best offseason moves? Grizzlies aren't mentioned. Best, most promising young core. Now, it's possible that the Grizzlies are perceived as no longer having a young core. Is that possible? I I would say I think that's possible because I've always wondered with young core, do they mean like teams that haven't even made the playoffs yet? Do they mean, yeah. Do, do, they, do, they, do they not? In, 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 I, I suppose that's possible. Most promising young core, Oklahoma City is one with 73%. Cavs are two, but the Cavs are in the same position the Grizzlies yeah. are. The Magic is three. Also receiving votes, the Pistons, the Rockets, the Pacers. You want more indignity? Um, best, how about best, how about the, how about coaching? You want coaching? Um, Taylor Jenkins is not mentioned. He is mentioned in one category. He is mentioned in so best best head coach in the NBA, they go to five. He's not mentioned. Which head coach is the best manager, motivator of people, not mentioned. Not even like others receiving votes. Uh, head, which head coach makes the best in-game adjustments, not mentioned. Not others receiving votes. Which head coach runs the best offense, not mentioned. Not others. Not 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 others receiving votes. Best assistant coach in the NBA, no Memphis coach mentioned. <laughs> the one place where I don't even know how you'd vote on that. <clears throat> no, it's just reputation and whatever. Who's, who's, who, had, who has the But same here's agent. the point. There is a certain theme here. He didn't uh, get defensive He does defensive get scheme. best. Yeah. Of, he, he gets second in best defensive schemes. That's right. He gets uh, Eric Spolster is one. Taylor Jenkins is tied with Tom Thibodeau for second. Um, 
there. Um, and so if you, if you look throughout this, it's pretty... Well, you've, you've left off another big one that it's we can, pretty that we light can all collectively feel slighted. Uh, best home court advantage? Exactly. Who had best, the best home record in the NBA best, last year? Best home court advantage? Who was mentioned? Let's, oh, here we are. Denver. Look, they, look at all these teams. Denver's one. Golden State is two. Sacramento is three. Utah is four. Tied for fifth. Celtics, Knicks, and Raptors. Eighth, the Sixers. We're down to eight. No mention of FedEx Forum and the Grizzlies. 35 and 6. And they were 35 and 6 at home. So they don't have like particularly good. The best home record in the NBA. They don't have a good coach. They don't have a good home court advantage. They don't have a promising young core. They got like the, you know, they 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 they, they got the the 61st and 32nd best player in the league. And yet where were they at home? Uh they were they were Jeff, they were 35 and 6. Seems pretty good. I, I'm trying to muster some outrage here, ladies and gentlemen. Now, they were mentioned. Honestly, it was pretty light. Um, it was pretty light on the Grizzlies in, in, in this GM. So I got most athletic. And the, yeah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna do the good stuff here in a minute. Um in the West, the predictions were Denver one, Phoenix two, Lakers three, Golden State four, Clippers five, Memphis six. Uh and then uh New Orleans and Sacramento tied, um, and then Dallas, and then OKC. Uh, I don't see a reason for outrage there particularly, but very clearly they're falling from second to sixth, right? Yeah. It's clearly another downgrade. Yeah, um, I mean, do- I, I, and I think the problem is in the West, it's other teams upgraded in more dramatic fashion. Well, it's funny though. You did add Marcus Smart. No, I I agree with you, but I mean, this is um, you know they were picked. I don't know what they were picked fifth or sixth last year. Here's they were exactly. Here's the good stuff. Here's the good stuff. Here's where they did um, get some um, where they did get some some love. Um, breakout season. What player is going to have a breakout season? Others receiving votes. Um, goes to Desmond Bain. Uh, and so there you go. Um, he, he's others receiving votes. Um, most, impact, most, most impactful addition in the offseason, Marcus Smart was in others receiving votes. Again, this is in the GM survey. Um, most underrated addition, Marcus Smart was, seven, was second with 17%. Of the votes, most surprising deal, the smart Porzingis trade was second. I don't know if you want to take this as a compliment or as a insult, um, but best defensive player, Jaron was tied for fourth. Marcus Smart was tied for third. That's good recognition. Jaron was, after all, the defensive player of the year last year. So is that a... Is that a compliment or is that an insult, the fact that Jaron is tied for fourth? I just think in general, we we give like defensive player of the year more times than not to a big that has massive stats. But when we talk about the best defender on the planet, it's usually a perimeter player. Uh, best perimeter defender, Marcus Smart was tied for third. Best interior defender, Jaron did win that. Most versatile defender, Jaron was tied for fourth. 
best defensive team. Grizzlies were second. Um, most athletic in the league, Ja won. Um, best pure shooter, Luke was others receiving votes. And fastest with the ball, Ja was second. So um, there was some love there. Um, but, but fundamentally... I, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not truly outraged by any of this, but what I really do believe is that it reflects. It reflects a certain skepticism that exists, honestly, in the league more. Not not really in Memphis. Like that's what's so weird is if job whatever thought that the local media was out to get him or like if you went there any of the last couple of days, people are optimistic about this team they love this team they, they there's no question memphians regretted some things that happened last year but i think there's still incredible excitement about where the grizzlies are headed in memphis i think once you get beyond memphis there is a real skepticism i think people see a lower ceiling for the players who we see a high ceiling for desmond bain jaron jackson jr and then there's real skepticism about where this is going to go, or at least a very wait-and-see element to see where – show me. I, and, and, and maybe it's appropriate. I think another big aspect of this is, to a certain degree, wouldn't you agree player rankings are eye of the beholder? Well, clearly. I mean, we all – like, I don't know how they'll differentiate. Like, we're in this kind of late-stage LeBron, so, like, I don't know – I don't know how we're going to define, like, best player on the planet. Like, it seems like it's going to be Jokic to me. Like, it, it's going to be some – Jokic com- was – the best player on the planet. Jokic was number one, and if you could pick one player to start a team, yes, it was Jokic. But at the level that we're discussing, it's very, very subjective. And oh, I yeah, th- and you can go from easily from 16 to 30. We just saw one guy go from 9 to 30. Right. Five? Right. Yeah, I, I think that's a tougher that, – that this, this would be my overarching opinion. I think what we're seeing is a direct reflection of this team – rubs even basketball people the wrong way. Right. And the way that they handled themselves last year, and for the most part, it was really, let's be real, it was two guys. Right. I don't get the great sense. No, the NBA is sitting there going, you know, Tesman Bain, what a clown. Or Jaron, <laughs> no, no, what not. a clown. They're not at all. But they do think Dylan's a clown. Right. And they think Ja's an idiot. Right. And I think what you're a seeing. Supremely athletic. Correct. Supremely athletic idiot. But I think what you're seeing is, the the byproduct of that when it comes to the subjective grading people are just gonna you know you tend to you tend to downgrade what you don't like and and it is very much up to them to uh you know this is easy to correct right and they set themselves up for this they they they, they the way that they went out last year granted it was injury it was largely injury dependent but the way that it was injury and dylan and Dylan's no longer on this. And team. by the way, he was back last Speaking night. Speaking of Dylan, yeah. Uh, again, we got John Martin coming up next, then Chris Harrington, then Sam Hardiman. Uh, but speaking of Dylan Brooks, Dylan Brooks was ejected four minutes and thirty-three seconds into his first preseason appearance. Um, absolutely fantastic, and that has to be some kind of record, right? It was the fastest ejection in NBA preseason history. It was for hitting Daniel Tyson in the nuts, allegedly. It wasn't alleged that he hit him in the nuts. 
Well, there was, there was if no, it happened in a preseason game, did, we, no, did, it, did it ever really happen? I witnessed the video. Look, did you see, you did yes. see it, right? Yes. This was so like what when, is, what this is I was there? the person that when Dylan did the the army crawl thing to hit Donovan Mitchell in the nuts, and everyone's like, well, we don't know that's what he was doing. It's like, yes, we do. <laughs> like, stop it, people. Like, yes, that's what he what, does. What goes on in a man's mind that as he is, he is. Uh, I mean, I think it's mental games. Going around that pick. He literally just intentionally sticks out his arm and jams it into the man's on groin. This one, the, on the Donovan Mitchell one, there's no question what it was. That was intentional. On this one, though, if you made me guess, he was like, I'm going to give him a shove in the gut. Like, you know, right underneath, and then he missed. Kind of like a shooting. That was something else uh, to, to, to witness. It that. was, I will say this. It was refreshing one time to wake up and see a Dylan a Dylan Brooks headline and, and be go, able to just like shrug. <sighs> yeah, no, not my worry anymore. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Uh, anyway, we'll talk to Chris Harrington about some of this uh, and uh, Sam Hardiman. As I said, will join us in the second hour. John Martin is coming up next. Before that, let me tell you: if you're selling your house, Josh Heisa would be the person to call. Uh, phone number is 901-461-8147 or joshsellsthemidsouth.com. Listen, I've been talking about them for a while now, but if you just look at the Google reviews, you will find 280, more than 280, it's 280, more than 280 last time I checked, uh, five-star Google reviews. And there is a uh, reason for that. Flexible fees, no upfront costs, let you out of the contract at any time. So this whole thing is just utterly risk-free. Plus, if you don't sell your house in 45 days, he will either step in and make the payments himself or he'll buy your house. And so you have the peace of mind that comes from knowing that, uh, that you're going to that you're gonna sell your house. And whether you're upsizing, downsizing, moving in town, moving out of town, whatever it is you're doing, you don't want to have two mortgages. It's Josh Heisa. Call him today just to check him out, if anything else. Just have the conversation. That's what I did. I sat down with him and I had the conversation. And then it's like, oh, I get it. Uh, it's Josh sells the midsouth.com. Phone number is 901 461 8147. John Martin joins us next. We'll ask him about the schism uh, between Billy Richmond and Penny Hardaway and more. It is the Jeff Calkins Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I'm Trista Crick with BetQL. Drop the puck because the new NHL season is upon us, so let's look at the Stanley Cup future, shall we? Carolina Hurricanes and the Colorado Avalanche are leaders in the clubhouse at plus 900, while the defending champs, Las Vegas, sit at 12-1. to Vegas team is no joke. They're deep, they're talented, and they have stellar goaltending. Two teams, Tampa and Pittsburgh, have gone back-to-back in the last seven years, so I love the value on the Golden Knights. I'm Trista Crick, helping you be the books and bet smarter with BetQL. Download the BetMGM app today. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, and the process is 100% online. To start your free online visit, go to hymns.com slash joy. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. With fall appliance savings at the Home Depot, we have laundry appliances that just fit. They'll fit your space, fit your needs, and they'll fit your budget, too. Like a new LG laundry set that features a mega-capacity washer to help you do more laundry in less time. And sensor-dry technology to make sure nothing comes out damp or over-dried. Get up to $600 off select appliances, plus up to an extra $100 off select laundry sets. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Pricing by September 28th through October 18th. Gas dryer extra U.S. only. See store online for details. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Woo-hoo! Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. Bank of America is the proud employer of over 210,000 teammates who go above and beyond to support their clients' financial goals. Like Bruno, a Better Money Habits volunteer champion who helps debt feel less scary by giving clients tips and tools to tackle it little by little. For all your financial goals, we're here to listen and help. What would you like the power to do? Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash about. Bank of America NA, member FDIC, equal credit opportunity lender. Hey everybody, this is Andrew Filipponi here bringing you the parlay of the day brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. College football has reached the halfway point of the season. Let's pick these games and put together a winning parlay. Love Washington laying three against Oregon. Two undefeated teams. Washington's aerial attack is awesome with a QB who might be the best player in college football right now. I'm going to take Notre Dame over USC. The Trojans should have lost to Arizona. My upset special is Miami over North Carolina. UNC's quarterback has looked phenomenal. And Miami is coming off one of the worst losses in college football history. But I think they're the better team. So I'm going to go with them. This three-leg parlay pays better than 8-1. to one. That's it for the parlay of the day. Brought to you by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel app today and make every moment more with America's number one sports book. 21 plus and President Tennessee. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus best that expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call T and Redline. 1-800-889-9789.
Are you a maintenance mechanic, diesel mechanic, welder, or a compactor repair person? Are you looking for a different kind of company and culture to be a part of? At Waste Connections and Team Waste, our employees reap the benefit of realizing their potential with our trust and full support. As a second chance company, we offer competitive pay, a sign-on bonus, tuition reimbursement, tool reimbursement for our mechanics, and at the end of every workday, you get to be home. Our culture is built on taking care of each other and the communities we serve. Apply today at careers.wasteconnections.com and become a part of a great team of people. Today, partly sunny and pleasant, high of 81. Weather brought to you by Total Wine and More. At Total Wine and More, save big on what you love this month with hundreds of deals on amazing wines and spirits. Love what you find at the lowest prices only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, be 21. The Majestic Grill might just be that one place that can be everything to everyone. I'm not the person who first said that about the Majestic Grill, but I think it's absolutely true. It's the place to go for a downtown business lunch, and it's also the place to go before a show at the Orpheum. And it's also the place to go to sit at the bar and have a cheeseburger and it's the place to go for a date or a special dinner out. So swing by their beautiful restaurant at 145 Main Street. The Majestic Grill is a slice of Memphis history that Denny and Patrick Riley have filled with a warmth that is hard to describe and harder to resist. Are you looking for homeowner's insurance, auto insurance, life insurance, business insurance? If so, this is Gary Parrish reminding you to get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance. That's Elizabeth Rook Insurance, a second generation local agency that's been owned and operated since 1981. It is the home of the Erie Rate Lock. What's the Erie Rate Lock? It's a way to lock in your auto rates indefinitely. So please get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance. 867-SAVE, 867-7283 on the web, rookinsurance.com. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. She nursed him there. It's Wednesday. What that means is you can go out there and celebrate whatever you want to celebrate with 25-cent martinis between 5 and 6 at Bounty on Broad tonight. I always love it when Wednesday rolls around. You know, it's got half-price bottles of wine, half-price glasses of wine. And here's the thing. Even without 25-cent martinis, it's a beautiful restaurant, old restored building. It's gluten-free, which really just means that if there's someone on your, in your group who avoids gluten for any reason, it's just cornmeal instead of instead of wheat milk. But it means it's honestly makes it more delicious. And also they can order anything on the menu. Uh, 25% 25 cent martinis between five and six. Go on upstairs. The bar is beautiful upstairs. Take a friend, get the pork belly confit, write me and thank me later. It's Bounty on Broad. Uh, right there on the corner at Broad Avenue. Give them a call. Head on in today. Joined now by John Martin, Jason and John every single day from 11 until 2. John, we yesterday had a schism between, it appeared, it felt like on social media, there was a schism between Penny Hardaway and one of your sponsors, Billy Richmond. And so I thought I'd begin by asking you, because I don't know if you've talked to Billy or whatever else here, but Billy, and I'm sure you're aware of this, went on the Tiger basketball Facebook page and said, Penny is full of S. He wondered aloud why his assistants all leave. He said he believes he's the greatest player who has ever played at the University of Memphis, but it ends there for him. 
And um, it was quite something to watch one icon, Penny Hardaway, being quite almost literally crapped on by another icon, the wing icon himself, the wing guru. Can you explain to me what in the world is happening? Well, I appreciate you starting uh, with such a uh, you know, <laughs> Easy topic. softball. I mean, that's <laughs> certainly, uh, yeah. Um, you know, uh, Billy has a right to his opinion. Billy has a right to his opinion. Um, and he's, he, has a, he has a reason for those feelings. And, uh, you know, I think he's expressed some of the reasons for those feelings. And, uh, you know, I think, I think a lot of people in the Memphis area are pretty soft uh, when it comes to Penny. I do. Uh, I think a lot of people. Oh, if you criticize him, even this. Yeah, you're... yeah. I think you know a lot of people need to understand that um, that's part of the job. Um, it's part of the job when you're the New England Patriots coach. It's part of the job when you're the New York Yankees coach. It's part of manager. It's part of the job when uh, you're the Memphis basketball coach. You're not above reproach. You're not above being questioned. You're not above being criticized. Hey, hey, it, it, play that drop. Play that drop from because I have a response to that. Stop disrespecting me, bro. <laughs> yeah. How about that? How about? I mean, look. I mean, that's but that's part of it. That's part of it. Everybody has a right to their opinion. If you want to make a case that Penny has done a really good well, job, well, that's the question. If you if over the last two years, a lot of those criticisms, it seems to me, have been put to rest because he's done a good job getting he's he continues to recruit at a high level yeah assistants leave but he gets high level assistants to replace them mm -hmm. and he's now made the ncaa tournament two years in a row and i think you and i would both agree seems like he's on track to make the ncaa tournament with this team this year yes within that though there could be very valid criticisms though um obviously you know losing uh a should have had a much better seed uh you know, both years, right? Should have had a much better had had a much better uh, performance in the non-conference, starting slow every single year and having to make up so much ground at the end of the year, which he has done. But why put yourself in that position year in and year out? Why has there not been, you know, a, a growth in that way? And 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 yet again, it's like, are we going to be sort of in the middle of that again this year with that schedule? I'm a little worried that we are. And so, look, yes, he has he has gotten to the NCAA tournament two years in a row. He has won one game in those. He should have he, – he certainly had a chance to go to the Sweet 16 this past year. So I think Penny has done a good job, but he has absolutely left money on the table um, with his – with his you know, in his tenure. And so within that I, – I think it's – this is true. I, I want to put the Billy thing aside for a minute because now you're debating – we're Penny writ large. If this were anyone but Penny Hardaway, there would be more – I wouldn't say people would be, like, out to get his job in the way that some honestly have been out to get Ryan Silverfield's job. Yeah. But I think it's 100% true that there would be more grumbling about Penny Hardaway if he yeah. were not Penny Hardaway. Yeah, I mean, uh, missing out on Curtis Givens uh, last week, you know, if that would have been any other coach uh, not named Penny Hardaway, I mean, I, I don't think anybody <laughs> – I think we kind of mostly just sort of scoffed at it. We were like, oh, you know, he'll maybe come back later. You know, any other coach is going to get no, the, or we feel bad for Penny. We don't hold like when, yeah, when exactly even when Larry Finch was missing on local guys at the end, we crushed him. Yeah, 
Of course, that was the only way to get players then. Now there are lots yes. of other ways to get players. And look, so, look I, I, I guess my point here is I don't feel bad for Penny Hardaway, dude. Like I, I don't. I'm not going to sit here and, and cry for okay, Penny. But, okay, but then then like, because Billy Richmond criticized him on social I guess media. The question, though, that the people ask, it's not so much if you were to criticize him, which most of us don't, honestly, on our radio shows much, right? That's that's just a debate about his record. Uh, when it is someone who is really a significant figure in this community, Billy, and mm-hmm. who has a son who is being recruited by Memphis. Right, right, right. And it feels kind of personal. Like, it wasn't yeah. just like, hey, is Penny's record above reproach? No, yeah. it's not above reproach. Well, let me, That's let, an objective debate. Yeah. This felt more raw, personal, and there was the whole back, and it's connected to his son and whatnot. Yeah. Like, Look, I, I don't think there's uh, any need to, to sort of, you know, mince words here. It is personal. I mean, it, it, of course it's personal. How can it not be personal? We're talking about guys that go back, sons getting recruited. I mean, of course it's personal. But that doesn't mean that Billy can't voice his opinion. Right. Oh, no. Clearly you know? he can. And, 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 you know, look, was it a little raw? Was it a little uncut? Of course. But as Billy pointed out, that's why he had his interview privileges taken away when he was at <laughs> Memphis. You know, because he, he, you know, sort of was outspoken, you know, and, and, and wasn't always interested in – Sort of saying the politically correct thing. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just think anybody should be allowed to voice their opinion, you know. And 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 I think uh, what I'll tell you what I don't respect. What I don't respect uh-huh. is, the, is the former players who kiss ass just because they played at the university. That's what I don't respect. I don't respect people going along to get along um, just because they feel like they have to do that. You know, they don't. They're not willing to call out things. You know, when when they when they're bad. Because they have some sort of you know a lo- loyalty to the school, you know I respect more the, the the former athletes who know. And in this case, you know it's fine, right? Penny's doing a good job, but I'm just saying from a general standpoint, you know, like don't piss in my face, tell me it's raining, you know. I I I, I want the unvarnished truth. How do you really feel? Because I know there are a lot of times guys with voice opinions that I just know are are just crap. They like, you don't feel that way. You're just you're just sort of putting on a good face. You know you know it's not. Uh, you know, like I feel like there were players during the Tubby era that would try to like make excuses for Tubby and stuff, and, and I, not and not even believe it. Yeah, like exactly. I don't. I don't. That's what I don't respect. I'd rather you be, you know, because I know that's Billy's opinion. Like he ain't. There ain't nothing for him to gain out of saying Penny's full of ish. You know, I mean that's his real <laughs> opinion. So, uh, you know, I look whether or not you agree or disagree. Uh, I, I appreciate that he's willing to say how he feels truly. Uh, and I think it's all fine. It's not like the Cynthia world. Does it doom no. Memphis's recruitment no. of his son? No. Trey, I like to call him. Trey is what everybody likes to call him. Yeah. No. Does not doom his equipment. Because you would think if a, you wouldn't want your son to play for a coach who's full of S. Uh, yeah. But his mom and dad are not together, right? That is correct. And his mom is also has an influence in this proceeding. That is correct. And, of course, he's his own kid. That is Trey correct. is his own kid, too. I mean, you're nailing it. <laughs> you are. You're nailing it. He's his own kid. Yeah, and look. I, I, okay, let me ask you this. Uh, we do things our parents don't, don't agree with all the time. That is true, by the way. All the time. You know, you know what? When my son went decided he was going to apply to Duke, you know, and I said to him, son, I'd rather you not. Uh, that's true. It wasn't because I hate Coach K like Jeffrey. Right, it's because you're a Carolina guy. It's because I'm a Carolina Nobody guy. Nobody knows that. No, it's just not. I I, I, I wasn't. Uh, but you know what he did anyway? He did it, man. He looked me straight in the eye. He came he down it. one morning. He said, Dad, 
I've decided I really want to go to Duke. Exactly. And so what are you going to, I mean, in the and end. It, and it, do you think I even cut him off? Yeah. No, I didn't cut him off. Think I pay the tuition? Yes, I pay the tuition. Yeah. Exactly. So you're right. People do things that. Yeah, so, I mean, look, I, 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 again, I respect everybody involved. I think Penny's doing a good job, but I think there are things within the sort of the way that they've been done that are certainly up for criticism. And I think people, I really do believe this, like people need to get over Penny Hardaway being criticized locally. Like you have to. You're get allowed over. to. You're allowed to criticize a coach. Yeah, like I love an opinion about a coach. I love Penny. I know. I love what he represents and what he's done for Memphis. That does not preclude me from ever criticizing a decision, a a take. Um, you know this Mikey Williams disaster. You know it, it. It does not. It does not. Oh well, let's let's go there then. While you're on a roll. Yeah. You would call it a disaster. Yeah, I mean, I think the whole thing. Yesterday, of course, we learned unnecessary. Is yesterday, what I would say. we learned that the Mikey Williams trial will proceed. Yes. Um, do you expect any change in his status? The University of Memphis had released a statement saying he was enrolled in the university, but he would not be participating in anything until this legal matter basically is resolved. Yeah. Is it going to stay like that? Or now that we know the, tr- the trial is going to go on, are they just going to say, Mikey, we're going we're gonna to sever the relationship now, Yeah. and you'd go do you, and if you get, if you get it to the end of this and it's, you're all clear, then... Don't call us. We'll call. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not back. real sure. Uh, I don't see why they would. Yeah, I mean, there's no. At this point, you've sort of made your your position pretty clear. Uh, but I mean, you know, look, we're talking about something that's going to take, you know, potentially, you know, a year. I mean, you, you consider it an unnecessary. It's not a disaster. There's nothing disaster. Yeah, I, I, I would have cut him a long time ago. I would. That's fine, but it's not a disaster. It's, whatever. It's yeah. It, it's a is disaster it for Mikey. Mikey Williams is a disaster. Like he is Mikey a Williams is a disaster because at the end of the day, like the situation that he put himself in here, it, it, I mean, with with the opportunities that he had, it is just uh, it, it is hard to fathom. It is hard to fathom. And uh, you know, his attorney was like, if these if these young men and women would have never showed up, he'd never be in this situation. He'd be playing millions. He'd be playing for millions of dollars in basketball. How about uh, if you're you know and you're, shot at them, right? How about if your client uh, who grew up in a in a, in a you know upscale uh, San Diego you know neighborhood didn't pretend to be a, a gangster? How about that? How about how about if he never did that and got immersed in a gun culture that he ain't really authentically a part of? That he wouldn't be in this? How about that? You know, it's just a joke. Uh, and uh, again, it's the jaw thing. It's like it, to me, it's the same thing. It, it's like you know, you ain't really about that. You ain't from that. And and you know, you know, you you listen to rap and you want to be part of the culture and like look where it lands you. John Morant's gonna miss the first twenty five games of the NBA season. You're gonna not play at Memphis and, and probably never anywhere else. Uh, for what? Because you want to project an image. You know, it's just the stupidest thing I've ever seen. You know, you and I, I you know, it, it just it, it's it's. It's a stain, really, on our uh, on our society. <laughs> um, why did Curtis Givens go to pick LSU over Memphis? Yeah, I mean, I think they were pretty clear about it. I mean, I think LSU offered some things that other schools didn't. I mean, I think the they NIL— They weren't clear about that at all. They well, said no, he, came it was on, he came on our show. He came on our, on our show before the decision and talked about how, you know, the SEC offers much more, and, and you know, in terms of NIL packages and things like that. I mean, uh, the reality is, is that, you know, I— I, I get it. He literally, so he on your show. He said he mentioned Texas specifically, but he said you know a lot of these schools are offering money that you can't even dream of, you know, and that's not that's not something we've ever been heard did Memphis you accused persuade, of. Persuade? Did it persuade you? But you still thought he was going to pick Memphis. I did. I did. I thought ultimately the 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 sort of connections there would would be enough. Um, but they were not. Uh, and it's pretty clear. It's just the size of the package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and here's the thing. That's why I tell. How do you begrudge someone that can't? Don't. And, uh, you know, here's the thing. 
you know, I don't know the figures, okay, but let's just sort of do back of the envelope math. Let's right? do some back of the envelope math. Let's say that, let's say that, uh, and again, totally making these numbers up, sort of. Let's say that LSU came with 500 or 450 or something like that, yeah. right? And, and, and Memphis came with, I don't know, 150, you know, 200, like half of that, right? Well, <clears throat> why don't you just go ahead and take the 450 or whatever the number is from LSU first, and then if it doesn't go well, you can always circle back and pick up that 200 next year at Memphis. <laughs> right. So you've, what you've done is you've, you've picked up $650,000, right? I'm saying through the transfer portal. You've picked up $650,000, okay, because they pay in the transfer portal too. NIL happens for transfers as well. So you've picked up $650,000, okay? So you've picked up more in the short term, in the immediate, and you can always – most likely circle back after a year of development, after you become a better basketball player, mentally, physically, emotionally, and, and you can pick that up on the back end. And if it does go well, then you, Sure, go with the NBA or Curtis whatever. Curtis Givens is not... It's one thing if you are a lock to go to the NBA, if you are Victor Wembanyama, right? And you know you're going to be getting your millions and millions and millions. Curtis Givens is a good player. Yeah, good player. Lots of good players don't make the NBA. Most don't make the NBA. So if you have a chance to pick up, what were our hypothetical numbers? Six hundred versus one fifty. I would always pick the six hundred. Always. In, 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 in fact, uh, that's a, I'm going to suggest that to all of you all out there yes. right now. Not if that you I think that like many people had a decision, but yes, between six hundred or one fifty. My advice to you would be to take the six hundred. Absolutely, you know, Alaska, you know, Wyoming, Idaho, whatever. I mean, I <laughs> you put it put a. There's a, probably some place in the world I wouldn't do that right now, but but you know, generally speaking, yes. Uh, it, and I'm white station math, but I, I do know You're that white station math. Six hundred is more than you know one fifty. So yeah, <laughs> it, it's just it's the here and now. You, look, it, it's like a it's like a what's the old sort of um, you know the old proverb, right? You you love something, let it go, it'll come back to you. If, yeah. Whatever. I don't know. So let him go and and, and see the world and it's, make if, some money. What it and, is is if you love something, let it go. Yeah. It comes back to you. It's exactly. yours. If and not, I think there's a pretty good chance uh, based on the way that college basketball works. One in three guys transfers. I think Penny's got a one in three chance of one day coaching Curtis Givens in Memphis. So uh, you never know. It could, it could it could work out in the end. Um, Memphis Tulane. Yeah. I saw you and Frank were going back and forth. Yes. Uh, over at the Daily Memphian here, there's a piece over there. Biggest game of the Ryan Silverfield era. It is, and I don't even think it's close. Uh, and, and it's not, it's not, it's not big in the sense of like the AAC race because it's the you know it's early. A lot of stuff can happen. You know, uh, obviously it sort of sets up pole position, but other than that, it's really early. What I think this game is absolutely vital for um, is is the symbolism. Um, the symbolism. Yeah, the symbolism of of what this game means for Ryan Silverfield. This, to me, is the game where Ryan Silverfield tells his fans, his naysayers and his supporters, what this program is going to be under him. Is it going to be a program that's like going to win six to seven, maybe eight games every few years in a watered-down, awful league and really never really competes? Or is it going to be one of those teams that can pull off an upset at home as a four-and-a-half-point underdog. That line has moved, hasn't it? It has. It's, it's moved, moved towards Tulane. Towards Tulane, correct. It has. Some sharp money did come in on on Tulane minus three, but that's all right. It's, they only hit 56% of the time. 
You know, so so who hits the sharps, the, the quote unquote sharps. The sharps best in the world. Fifty six percent of the time. Yeah, best best in the world. Fifty six to fifty eight. You know, and the sharp money has come in on the sharp money. money has come in absolutely on uh, on, on two at lane three and a half at at three. At uh, three. And I would say yes, there is a difference. I mean, just because they like a number at three doesn't mean they like a number at five. But but that's irrelevant to this discussion. This is where Ryan Silverfield sort of sets the tone for what Memphis is going to look like under him. Is it going to be a contending team in the or AAC? Or is he full of S? Or is he, as Billy would say, full of S? <laughs> you know, so, Stop I mean. Stop disrespecting me, bro. Look, this is at home, okay? This is against an unranked Tulane team. Um, you know, th- this is as good a chance to me as Memphis is going to have, you know, to sort of take hold and, 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 and rest control of the AAC. I mean, this is, this is the best chance you could ask for. I mean, you're, it's up to you. You know, you don't need help from SMU. You don't need help from UAB. It's up to you. You 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 decide your own fate in this game on Friday night. It's on Friday night. It's a standalone game. You've had a. You're coming off a bye week. So are they, of course. But you've had. It's where they put down their stick, much like the Raiders did just the other night. Oh yeah. How what what a stick that was. That was impressive. The beating the you know beating the just dog you, crap you, out you of them. You can't. You you can't beat the Raiders nine times in a row. <laughs> nah, I tell you what. That you is. Know? You can't do it. Not not the green. Not the legendary Green Bay Packers can't beat and, the Raiders. And we have. Th- this is the thing Are you that you can't. Rooting against them. See, I rooting against them. It was a, it was, de- it was a devastating night for me. <laughs> I, I was out at the uh, I, was, I was at the park yesterday. I was just wearing a Raiders. I was wearing a Raiders sweatshirt, and I was with my my daughter. And uh, there were people on the on the bench. And they go, you "Guys, win last night." And I said, "Yeah, sadly, they didn't understand." Right. They didn't get it. No, they didn't. I'm like, yeah, you don't. They didn't yeah. get it. But yeah, like that's the thing you can't quantify with the Raiders is we have big balls. We fourth and one. You think we're gonna? You think we're gonna go for it? No, we're gonna kick a 53 yarder. All right, you can't. You you can't coach against that. Is that we're like? You don't know what we're gonna do. <laughs> You're genuinely upset. I'm fine. Whatever. Long season. They do. They, they 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 are so bad. Though. If you watch that game, okay. Oh, they're, 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 if, you, they're, if you watch that game and you came away thinking, man, <clears throat> watch out for the like you're an idiot. They got the Pats and the Bears next, and they will probably, I think, go Split. zero and two. I think no. they're going to go zero and two. Really? Pats win this weekend. I think. <clears throat> this is like the perfect thing. This is the perfect get, thing. Give me an NFL wager for this weekend. What uh, NFL wager have you placed? I have I have three. Bills okay. minus. In- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 